Let the church say amen. From the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, chapter 37. <clears throat> Genesis, chapter 37. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, beginning with verse 18. These are the words that you find. They saw him from afar, and before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, here comes this dreamer. Come now. Let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we will say that a fierce animal devoured him. And we will see what will become of his dreams. Behold, here comes the dreamer. Let's kill him and see what happens to his dreams. Amen. I want to talk for a few minutes this morning. I want to talk about, just right out of the book, Behold the Dreamer. Behold the Dreamer. Tomorrow, this nation... We'll be celebrating the life of a dreamer. All of us, all of our lives, and we are familiar with Dr. Martin Luther King. One who is noted for his many sacrifices, noted for his many accomplishments in the area of civil rights, more than anything, we talk about his dream. That famous, I have a dream speech. It, it was that dream, it was that dream that sparked a ray of hope in the lives of many well-meaning folk. Just a dream. But at the same time, it sparked anger in other folk to the point that they desire to put an end to both the dream and the dreamer. Dr. King shared his dream with the world. He shared his dream with the world. And while some celebrated, others hated it. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, he lost his life because of it. But what the killer did not realize, what the murderer did not realize was that while you can kill the dreamer, you can never kill the dream. He took his rifle and he aimed at a dream. 
but he killed a man instead. Are y'all hearing me? One of the ways that God communicates with us, in addition to his holy word, in addition to prayer, in addition to other believers, through other believers, he speaks often to us through dreams and through visions. And let let me hasten to tell you that every dream ain't God. Sometimes you just ate something you didn't have no business. Sometimes every every dream, every dream. Don't don't run up to me after church asking what this means. It, it just means that you ate something you didn't have no business. You ate, you ate too much of, of something. But 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 there are God-given dreams. Study the life of Joseph, and and you will find that he was a dreamer. As a matter of fact, over time, he he realized that God had gifted him not only with a gift dreaming, but he also had a gift of interpretation of dreams. You study his life, you study Joseph and his life, you will find that, that, that it was a life with a lot of setbacks, a life with a whole lot of disappointments. And most of his setbacks and most of his disappointments were brought on by his dreams. Joseph was young. He was young and he was having these dreams. And because he was young, what he did not realize is that everybody can't handle your dreams. Are you hearing me? Everybody, he was young. He didn't know any better. Everybody can't handle your, your dreams. It takes a certain amount of maturity to learn that you can't tell everybody what God tells you. You got to be mature. God talks to you and what he talks to you about, he wants you to know it. Wanted everybody to know it, he'd write it across the sky. Yeah, he's talking to you. Joseph in his youth had not learned that lesson and because he had not learned that lesson you find that his life was full of abuses disappointments deceit and despair all because he didn't realize you don't tell everything take a moment let's look at an overview of uh, of joseph's life he was born to a large family one of 12 sons of jacob he, he loved, he was loved by his father. Well, let me change that. It wasn't Jacob. It was no more Jacob. He was born to him, 11 brothers, all these brothers, and his brothers did not like him. They loved, he, he, he was loved by his daddy, but he was hated by his own brothers. And his brothers did not mind letting him know that they hated him. Why did they hate him? Why did they hate him? Why did they hate him? Well, right here in the book, they hated him because, first of all, because of a special bond between him and his daddy. But most of all, they hated him because of his dreams. And even more, even more, even more, yeah, in in his maturity, his immaturity, he, he would share his dreams with them. They really hated that. 
Look at verse 7. He told them one time, he was telling his, telling his dream. This is what I dreamed last night. He's telling them, he said, you know what I dreamed? I dreamed that we were all out in the field and we were all cutting and binding up bundles of grain and out there in the field. And I dreamed that all of your bundles bowed down to my bundle. <laughs> yeah, you're beginning to feel them, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Then it go on to verse 9. Verse 9, he said, he said, I had another dream. He said, I dream that the sun and the moon and 11 stars all bowed down to me. Y'all hear me? Now, even his daddy got a little worked up over that. His daddy said, wait a minute. You, you're telling me, your, your mama and me and these 11 brothers, you, you're telling, you saying we all going to bow down to you? These brothers hated this boy. They hated him so much that one day when they were out in the field working, their father sent young Joseph. He sent him out there to check on, go check on your brothers. Joseph went out, they went out, he went, went out, just he went out to check on them. And according to the word of God, they saw him coming. Saw him coming toward them. And when they saw him coming, they began to plot among themselves to kill their own brother. Saw him coming and they made a plot. It's right here in the book. To kill their own brother. And listen to what they said. You hear their motivation. Why did they want their brother dead? Look at verse 19. Look here. Look, look here. Here he comes. That dreamer. Let's kill him. And see what happens to his dreams. Y'all hear me? Let, let's kill him. And see what happens then to his dreams. Oh, one brother, one brother. Reuben, thank God, he had sense enough. He, he objected. He said, no, we're not going to kill him. Let, let's put him in a pit. Yeah, and, 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 and we'll sell him in the slave. We'll put him in a pit and we'll, we'll kill an animal, carry the blood home and tell daddy that he got killed by a wild animal. It's in the book. It's in the book. So Joseph, their brother, is sold, carried into Egypt, put on the slave market, purchased by a man named Potiphar, who is an officer in Pharaoh's house. But I want you to note something. Keep this in mind. You keep seeing it pop up. Chapter 39, verse 2, the Lord was with him. Don't miss that. Don't, it keeps popping up. All through these hard times, it keeps popping The Lord was with Joseph. He ends up, after being on the slave market, he ends up working as a servant in Potiphar's house. And then he's falsely accused of attempted rape by Potiphar's wife. Sent to prison. Go serve some time in prison. But let me point out to you again, chapter, 9, 30, verse 30, chapter 39, verse 21. Let me point out again, but the Lord was with him. Keep that in mind. He, he not, now he spends some time in jail, but the Lord was with Joseph. Gave him favor with the keeper of the prison, and the keeper of the prison gave him a job, put him in charge. 
Lord was with him. Put, put a prisoner in charge of the prison. And while he is there in prison, he's still doing what God has gifted him to do. He's still dreaming. He's still interpreting dreams. You see, and that's important. It's important because he, he could have been there in prison bitter and said, you know what? This gift has caused me enough trouble. I'm just going to leave this alone. I'm here. I'm, I, I all, I'm in here because this gift. So I ain't whatever. I'm just going to leave the whole gift thing alone. But he didn't. Kept doing what God had him doing. Eventually, Pharaoh has a dream. King Pharaoh. He has a dream and he needs somebody to interpret his dream. And because of what Joseph was doing in prison, Somebody got word to the king that there's a man in prison that, that can interpret this dream. So now he goes, he's called, he goes before Pharaoh, he interprets Pharaoh's dream, and now look at him. One who started out as a prisoner, one who has been in jail, now he's standing before the highest office in the land. Let me throw this in. Your gift will make room for you. You ain't got to run over nobody. Your gift will make room for you. He goes to Pharaoh. He interprets Pharaoh's dream. And in so doing, in so doing, in interpreting his dream, he saves all of Egypt from famine. Just because he knew the meaning of the dream. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, of what he told Pharaoh, the whole nation was, was, was delivered from a famine. And so, Pharaoh is so grateful that he rewards him, he rewards him by making him second in command. Are y'all following this? There's somebody that started off in a pit. Y'all better hear this. There's somebody that started off in a pit. Now he is second in command. Amen. Now that, that would be a good sermon if I stopped right there. That, that would be a good story if I stopped right there. That's it in a nutshell. But and it seems like it would be time to close out happily ever after. But if we close right now, going to miss an important opportunity. We, we can learn some stuff from Joseph here. We thank God. For the happy ending and, and, and that he worked it all out. Yeah, but, but, but Joseph, we got some questions for you. Yes, Joseph, there's some stuff that we, we feel like we can learn from you this morning. Joseph, how in the world did you do it? How, how did you do it? How did you face all of those trials without losing your mind? My, my, my. How did you go through hated and despised and rejected by your own family, lied on, falsely accused, false imprisonment? What kept you from losing your mind? Let me point out a few things and we'll, we'll go home. First of all, let, let me point out that in spite of all that he went through, he's now in a position where everybody had to respect him. Just like he dreamed. 
Y'all ain't hear me. After all he went through, he, he's in a position now where everybody has to bow down to him just like he dreamed. When, when, the, when, when there was a famine in the land, when there was famine there in, in Egypt, a famine out in Canaan, his brothers had to come to Egypt looking for food. And who did they have to come to? And who did they have to come and bow down to? Just like he dreamed. Let me submit to you today, let me submit to you this morning that, 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 that he, he, he's able to hold up his head up even in the midst of all of these trials. He's able to make it because he held on to his dreams. That's how he went through and maintained. He went through, that's how he did it. He, he was able to even maintain his integrity. He wouldn't compromise, even though he was in trouble. He would not compromise. He remained committed to doing what was right, even in spite of the consequences. He had a dream. He had a dream. He kept doing his best, even when his situations were at their worst. Why? Because he had a dream. Well, my brothers and my sisters, when you have a dream, you don't have to let bad situations change who you are. Are y'all hearing me? Secondly, secondly, because of his God-given dream, when, when he came into power, when he came into influence, he used his power compassionately. Let me show it to you. When he finally arrived, he could have used, now he's second in command. He could have used his power to get folk back. He could have used his power to pay for his, his brothers, Potiphar's wife, slave traders, cut back. He could have gone after everybody. And, and, and my brothers and sisters, this, 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 this is, it's a big one. There, 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 there are many who can't see what's ahead because they can't get past what's behind them. I'm trying to help somebody up in here. Oh, oh my brothers and sisters, it's, it's tragic. It's tragic to be held back by an obstacle that is in front of you. But it's double tragedy to be held back by an obstacle that you already passed by. Am I helping anybody up in here? But but, but he chooses to use his power to reconcile. He chooses to use his power to heal relationships. Next thing, because of his dreams, he's able to see God because of his dream. He, he sees God in all of this. Sees God in every situation. My brothers and my sisters, I have found that, 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 that my way seems just a little bit brighter. Yeah. My load gets a little lighter if somehow I can see the hand of God. Amen. Are y'all hearing me? Huh? No matter how dark it seems, no matter how tough it seems, if I can just get a glimpse of the hand of God in the midst. 
Joseph said to his brothers, listen at this. He said to his brothers, I, I've looked beyond what you were trying to do. I, I've looked beyond what you were trying to do and, uh, yeah, and tried to get a glimpse of what God was doing. Somewhere around chapter 50, he said to his brothers, he said, the thing is this, you meant it for evil. <laughs> you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. Amen. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, you, you can't get so preoccupied with, with the plan of your enemies that you forget that God has a master plan and uh, he will use your enemy to bring about that plan. I wonder if I got a witness in here. Anybody ever tried to do you in and God used them? <sighs> oh, my brothers and my Sisters, if you learn this lesson right here, you, you will just learn how God uses enemies and how God uses folk who don't mean you. If you just learn this right here, I guarantee you will go home and call up somebody right now. Matter of fact, you might not even get home. You get on your cell phone. You'll call somebody that you've been blessing out and tell them thank you. Are y'all here? If you get this lesson down right here, some folk that you thought you would never speak to again, you under your breath, you raise sand about them all the time. But yeah, yeah, if you can get this lesson right here, you go home and call them and tell them, I thank you. You meant it for evil. <laughs> God turned it around. God turned it around and used it for my good. But the final thing I want to show you I want to show you about the mark of a dreamer a mark of a dreamer and we find it in the strangest place I don't, you see the mark of a dreamer in the way he named his children <laughs> Joseph got married had two sons and he didn't just give them a name he didn't just reach out and grab a name he Gave them a name that meant something. Gave them a name that had some meaning. He, his first son, when his first son was born, this is the mark of a dreamer here. When his first son was born, he named him Manasseh. You got to know what that name means. That's chapter 41, verse 51. Named him Manasseh. Manasseh means forget. He named his first son forget and the bible tells us why he says i'm naming him forget for he said god has made me forget all my toes and all my fathers are y'all hear me let me say it another way he says god has allowed me to put all of that behind me. are y'all hearing this Can I, can I talk a minute? Can I talk a minute to some folk up in here who had some bad breaks in life? Are you here? Are you here? Can I talk to some folk who've had some bad breaks in life? Here is a lesson for somebody right here. Somebody who's holding on to some stuff that's killing them right now. Let me help you out. Let me help. Let, let me help you. Let me help. It has tormented you long enough. Forget it. It's been dragging you down long enough. Forget it. 
Nothing good will ever come out of it. Forget it. I stand on the authority of the word of God and say, forget it. Put it behind you this morning. Mind you now, mind you now, Joseph, Joseph didn't lose his mind. He knew he'd been lied on. He knew he'd been cheated. He knew he'd been talked about mystery. He knew all of that. But, but, but what he did, he forgot the pain of it. He let loose of the pain and the hardship of it. I'm around now. I'm in the great nieces and great, great nieces. And I, I, I'm around a lot of children all the time. And so I see a lot of child movies. <laughs> a lot of stuff I wouldn't watch on a regular basis. But I see all these movies. And there's one movie that I was watching one day with my great, great niece and sitting there listening. I don't know much about the other movie. I don't even, can't remember, I think, whatever the movie was. But there was one line that just woke me up, caught my attention. And, and, and that movie, that line, that this little girl started singing, and she started saying, let it go. <laughs> let it, it's frozen, frozen, that's what. Yeah, she kept singing, let it let it go. It's amazing to me. It's amazing how folk hold on tight to things that are killing them. It's amazing how folk hold on tight to things that are destroying them when God has given them the power to let it go. So, you had a rough childhood. Let it go. Your mama was mean and your daddy left. Let it go. Somebody hurt your feelings. Let it go. So you messed up. So you made a mistake along the way. Let it go. But then Joseph had a second son. Look at what he named him. He named him Ephraim, Ephraim, Ephraim. That's chapter 41, verse 52. He named him Ephraim. And Ephraim means fruitful. Fruitful. And he says, the reason I'm naming him fruitful, he says, for God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my afflictions. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing this. Let me tell you what he said. Even when I was going through, y'all ain't hearing me. Even when I had the weight of the world on my shoulder, God was still blessing me. Is there anybody here that when you look back over your life, are y'all hearing me? As heavy as your load was, as as dark as your way was, I wonder, is there anybody here that can say, God kept right on blessing me. The terriblest time in my life, but when I look back, God was blessing me. <laughs> oh, when I look back over my life, and when I think things over, I, I've got to admit that God was there. Do I have a witness here? I got to admit that God was there all the time. And not only was he there, he's been blessing me. Are any blessed folk in the house? He's
has been blessing me every step of the way God has been blessing me oh my brothers and my sisters you can keep it in your mind and keep your mind stayed on him and never give up on your dreams are y'all hearing me I declare there is a God who sits up high and he looks down low and the truth is he's keeping us right now hold on to your dreams climb every mountain ford every stream follow every rainbow till you find your dream don't know about anybody else but I thank God for Joseph. Yeah, I thank God for his great witness. But I got to tell you something here. Yeah, there came another soldier. Yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, there was another. Yeah, even greater than Joseph. Yeah, Jesus came into an unstable world. Yeah, to do the will of his father. Yeah, to redeem all mankind but the very men that he came to save yeah they lied on him yeah they persecuted him yeah they call him names but jesus he kept his eyes on his father yeah he said not my will but your will be done yeah even as they nailed him on an old rugged cross, I heard him say, Father, you forgive them, for they know not what they do. He died, he died on an old rugged cross. They laid him in this borrowed tomb, but I'm glad, I'm glad that early Sunday morning, Oh, come what may from day to day, my father, oh, my heavenly father, yeah, he watches over me, yeah, 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 yes. Hold on. Hold on to your dreams. Don't let nobody, let nobody mess with your dreams. God is in charge. God is still on the throne. Oh, they may destroy you. 
but your dreams will come to pass. The word of God is clear. If thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here today unsaved, I want to invite you now to become a part of the community of the redeemed. Become a part of the family of God. If you're unsaved, you ought to be moving right now. If you're unsaved, you ought to be moving. If you're already saved, if you're already saved, don't have a church covering. You need to be covered. You need to be moving right now. The door is open. Come now, come now. 